0: Welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show, where we talk all things fantasy football from player news, rankings, projections, and even trade advice. Everything to help you win your fantasy football league. And now, your hosts, Bob Miller and Tommy Harvey. What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dynasty Pros IDP show brought to you by DynastyProsFootball.com and our friends IDPGuys.org. Be sure to check out both websites for your latest IDP rankings, articles, trade values, basically your homes for all thing IDP. Uh Tommy, dude, I don't that that intro just gets me friggin' fired up, bro. Every, every time, time
1: every time I see Micah Parsons coming off the edge right there, oh, just tingles. And I
0: and and I like how it ends with a little uh Marlon Humphrey returning an interception. I that may have been put in there specifically like that. What and it, it kind of stinks because we have a different intro on our podcast. Um, so anyone that's listening to the show via podcast, be sure to go check us out. Um Over at our YouTube channel at Dynasty Pros Football. And you can also see this on IDP Guys' YouTube channel as well. It is such a cool, cool intro, man. Love, love that. So, all right, Tommy, what's going on today in IDP World? We got the football game going on right now. The Bengals are up seven and nothing with about 10 minutes left in the first. Oh, man. Uniforms, too. What's that? Those are some sweet uniforms, too. Oh, there goes Tariq. yeah, you know, the little white tiger. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty clean. I'm not gonna lie. Anyways, man, so there's a lot of you know, a lot of NFL news out there today, right now. Um, finally, your boy Zach Wilson got cleared to play. You excited to see him this week? Love it. Yeah, yeah, you're a big, big Zach.
1: <sighs> not all heroes wear capes, buddy. <laughs>
0: Agreed. No, no, I'm, I'm really super psyched about that. There's a lot, you know, everybody that drafted him and had high hopes for him. They're ready for him to, to play. I'm ready to see what happens, how he performs. I mean, Flacco was up and down. Um, I'm really, really, really wanting to see how it affects, you know, you and I talked on the show the other night about, about, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the I like one. Yeah, Tyler Conklin is the number three scoring tight end in fantasy football right now. And we all know that Joe Flacco likes, he targets his tight ends quite a bit. So everyone that's kind of depending on him to be a starter, talking about Tyler Conklin. I really want to see what happens this week moving forward with Zach Wilson behind the uh, behind the center. So i um, really, really excited to see that. And hopefully uh, we see Brees Hall just keep doing his thing, just getting better and better each week. I'm excited to see how much
1: more dynamic that offense can be with Zach Wilson.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I am, too. Um, Gosh, what else? Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, I'm a big Keenan Allen guy. Love him to bits, um, but he has missed the last two weeks. He was limited in practice today, and just like last week, signs were pointing up like he looks like he was going to play, and then he got scratched last minute which really really jacked me up in the Scott Fish bowl because I had to play I couldn't find a substitution I because it was a late game I couldn't drop anyone and pick him up I should have just probably picked up an extra kicker or something but whatever uh hindsight but listen he was limited in practice today but here's the thing he left practice early which honestly is not a good good sign for this weekend um so anyone that's got Keenan Allen I think things are looking right now like you might need to have a someone else ready to plug in and play just in case he doesn't go fire up Josh Palmer. Mm, Yeah. Palmer did look good. That would be a nice little pickup. So yeah, kind of a Keenan Allen handcuff for the week guys. So keep that in mind, Tommy, what else is going on out there in the world? Uh, Well, David Montgomery, uh,
1: isn't practicing. So kind of doubt he's going to play this weekend, which to be honest with you is probably good news for, uh, for Khalil Herbert. He had a, uh, he had a real good game the other day when, uh, whenever Montgomery went down. So we'll get to see him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> still not practicing. So, he, you know, kind of hard to see him playing.
0: Yeah. as a big Hunter Renfro guy. Um, yeah, he's not practicing yet. And it's, that's also not a good sign. It doesn't look like he may, I mean, they could clear him before the game, but right now the signs are not looking good. Um, you know, make sure that you're, um, you got a backup ready to go with him. So, and you're probably, if you drafted Hunter Riffro, you probably draft him as a wide receiver three, kind of a flex. So you may have some options there. So what else going on out there? Big guy, uh, uh, Joey
1: Bosa, uh, undergoing groin surgery. He was put on the IR. Now is that season ending? No, uh, they're expecting him back later on. No, uh, no real timetable yet, but they, uh, they said that they're expecting him
0: back uh this season okay okay that's good because every i mean he's a stud we want him um you know depending on where his uh position eligibility is in your league you know depending on if you're on sleeper or if you're on my league.com. i mean that plays a big big part if he's one of your edge rushers then yeah this sucks you know it sucks for you and I know it kind of sucks for you, man. I remember trading you, Joey Bosa, right before the season started. So kind of yeah, I hate yeah. that for you. Pretty typical what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's going on? Is Mac Jones gonna play this week or is Brian Hoyer gonna be the one? Uh, it's probably gonna be Brian Hoyer.
1: And I don't understand why they would why they would play Hoyer. He sucks out loud, they should just go with Bailey Zappi, but they already said that if Mac Jones doesn't play, it's gonna be
0: Hoyer. Yeah, and and Belichick is really starting to get annoying, man. Like, starting well, I'm serious. Like, you know, he could be kind of the things he did when he had Tom Brady was kind of comical. You know, he was nonchalant, didn't really care, you know, had that smug look on his face, and he kind of got away with it. Sometimes you find it kind of entertaining and funny. Now, not so much. Like, he's saying that Mac Jones is day to day. Dude's got a high ankle sprain. Yeah, he's not day to day. yeah, Yeah, four weeks. Yeah, I can't see him playing. You know, he's at least out probably a couple of weeks. You know, the, you know, on the safe side. So, you know, just say it, man. Like, dude, like, it's not like you're gonna win a game because oh god, we were planning, we were scripting our game plan around Mac Jones. Now Brian Hoyer's in there. Right. Crap, we're screwed now. Everyone knows Mac Jones isn't
1: playing. Just go and say it. <laughs> Oh
0: he awful, comes off awful. very uh
1: he comes off very grumpy old man. I don't know if you ever saw that movie <clears throat> with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon back in the 90s, grumpy yeah. uh, grumpy old men. He comes off, he, he has that that kind of vibe to him.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's kind of a grump. Yeah. So uh Michael Thomas, you know, his toe is still bothering. Him. He did not practice today either. Um, I own a ton of Michael Thomas and I've been super, super happy with him. I'm glad with what I've got. Um, he He's not, I mean, it's 50 50 that he's going to play. And it looks like he probably, you know, probably leaning more towards playing unless he has some major setback. They're just playing it safe right now. No need to put him out there and put any strain on his toe or anything like that. Let it rest yeah. up. With a guy like Michael Thomas, I wouldn't even practice him, anyways. Yeah, you're probably That's right the- there. So. Anyways, so I'm trying to think here of what else, any other news out there. I can't really think of anything. So let's move on um, to some of our reactions here in week three. Um, some of our studs, some of our duds. I really, really, we've had, we had some awesome performances from some great players and some guys we didn't expect so much from. And then we had some guys that really let us down that we, had high expectations for so Tommy let's start us off let's start with like our defensive line edge rushers let's let's start there who really rocked it out this week who had it just a killer week you know back so Alex Highsmith just continues to kill it yeah yeah I mean absolutely man you know I said pick him up over at dynastyprosfootball.com in my IDP waiver wire article we put out on Tuesdays um, I've been talking about picking him up for three weeks now, and gosh, I hope that someone did because, man, he's killed it. Week two was eh, not really a big, big game, but, man, week one, he killed it. Week two, yeah, and then week three this past week, man, he murdered it, man. He had eight tackles, six of them solo. He had one and a half sacks. He had two tackles for loss. For That was 19 fantasy points right there. That is delicious coming from – no, a defensive lineman. He's average right now for the year through week three. He's averaging over 16 points a game. Fantasy points. That's huge. That's, That's huge. Fantastic. So and I'm gonna let you who's else who's who else stuck out to you this week that, that kicked it? Just awesome. My boy Tank Lawrence.
1: Got yes, it. Yes, he did. Six tackles, six solo, three sacks, and three more tackles for a loss. Mm. 27 points on the week.
0: Yeah, he really really did look good and and I was real real happy with him. Um and it was so weird I'm writing my article, you know, my my, my you know finishing up the the waiver wire article and I'm watching the Monday night game and he's got his third sack. So I delete a player and I go add DeMarcus Lawrence. Okay, okay, this is the guy we need to go and get right here, you know. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome game. He's finally kind of going, he got hurt a little bit banged up, came back in the game late later on. He says he's his foot's going to be fine. Um, so nothing to worry about there. I was kind of like oh, crap. Now we're going to talk about picking him up and then he's hurt may not play. He's going to play. Everything looks good. There, yeah. So. Well, the Cowboys kind of have that,
1: that three headed monster coming off the edge with, uh, with him and Parsons and uh, Dorrance Armstrong. They, they've all three been really solid this year.
0: It's true. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. Um golly. who else Tommy stuck out to you? Uh Dietrich Wise for, mm-hmm. for the Patriots. 3 Yeah, sacks. I didn't I didn't like that one
1: so much cuz that was against my Ravens, right. but yeah. 3 sacks and 4 tackles for a loss, 29 and a half points. That is a uh, that's what you call studly right there. Well,
0: here here's the thing, a lot of people probably picked him up and I understand why he blew mm-hmm. up. However, we got to keep in mind that Baltimore's left tackle went down. Sure, uh, Patrick McCary went down early on, um, and so they put in uh, Daniel Falele in uh, at left tackle. You know he he was getting kind of taken advantage of early on. How, so? As you see, Dietrich Wise had a hell of a game. Um, they started towards you know halftime, you know second half they were using their fullback, using tight ends to kind of chip. You know, is, uh, you know is Philele
1: that kid that was over 400 pounds in college
0: yeah he was like six foot nine and like 400 pound tackle that's just went to Minnesota right I believe so yeah just an absolute monster um he he was a beast he was a little bit of a of a project um but I mean an absolute monster and he did he went to minnesota he's 6'8 right now he's he's sitting at a slim 380 so, there you go you know at a nimble 380 <laughs> well, whenever, whenever you're six 8 you're probably going to carry a little bit of weight to you yeah and i see him more as like a right tackle you know he's more of that you know push forward let's let's run the ball um not not so much a left tackle um, needs a lot of work there, but gosh, he's a heck of a project. And I think he's going to be a major contributor on that offensive line, you know, moving forward. So um, let's see. Gregory Russo had another game. We talked, we've talked about him a couple of weeks in a row. I know, you know, Gary Davenport brought him up in our he's first steady, show. You know, steady, 14. Heavy, 14 and a half points is averaging
1: 13.3.
0: Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's just like every week, you know, just kind of right on cue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had one and a half sacks as well, a couple of tackles for loss. Um, you can't ask for much more out of a out of a defensive line. If you get a sack a week out of that, that's all you're asking for, really. That's sure. what you want. So, yeah. um, the fact it's that he gets a little extra, yeah, he gets a couple of tackles for loss, a couple other tackles, man. You cannot beat it. This is a guy that if he is not for some there's just no way he's not owned in IDP leagues, but gosh, if he is, you're silly not to have him. You know, he's got all his best years ahead of him, man. I've got him in a couple of dynasty leagues, and I'm stoked. Stoked. I actually w- was just able to pick him up in a 32-man league. Wow.
1: You probably Oops. had a couple of copies, though, right? Yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a two-copy league, but still,
0: I mean. It don't matter. Yeah, shoot yeah, Right there. So, you know, that was it for, you know, that's probably some of the defensive linemen that really stuck out that probably needs to be brought up. Of course, you know, some of your guys, you know, there's some major guys that did their thing. There's no need to waste time talk about that. Sure. So let's move on to some linebackers that really stood out to us. Um and some of which that may not be owned. Um, uh, Drew Tranquil, you know, we've been kind of talking about him the last couple of weeks. He had 12 tackles, 10 of them solo, and he had a pass pass defended. You know, he scored a solid 12 points. Right now he's got 28 points on the year through three weeks. It's uh, slightly under, you know, 30, so it's a slight under, you know, it's a little over nine points a week he's averaging. Um, not too shabby, not too bad. And he's just getting better each week. Um, seen him on a lot of waiver wires. So it's something to keep out, keep an eye out for. I think he's a solid start each week. He's getting work. He is, Yeah. Um, you know, especially when, uh,
1: whenever he's, he's playing playing against decent running backs, he, he's going to get, he's, he's going to get some tackles there. Um, they, uh, they were down quite a bit to this past week, so the uh, so they were getting kind of ran on a little bit. Yep. Hey, yeah. I don't care
0: how he gets. I do not care how he gets the points, man. Yeah. Give them, give them to me. Yeah. Give to me. Garbage time points are just as good as anything else. Oh. Yep. Man, it, wh- listen. Why are we doing the show? You're not wearing your IDP shirt. I've explained this to you. Why My is that? Wore it. My oh sister- yeah. And I don't know where the damn thing is. Well, I'm going to have to get him one. For everybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I've got the IDP, kind of the NWO shirt. If you're interested with them or in them, you can go check us out. Over at DynastyProsFootball.com, look at the merch. We've got that available. Pretty sweet shirt. We we had a lot of people grab those at the uh, Fantasy Football Expo this year, so. Awesome shirt. Yeah, I need to get you another one, man. I can't have this. This is unacceptable. I still got my dynasty plays going on. I know. I'm teasing you, man. I'm teasing you. All right, let's move on. Somebody else that stood out. TJ Edwards. Yeah, um, I'm really torn on this one, you know, because he's an eagle.
1: Nah, but uh, you know, Emotions aside. Yeah, you know, fans football, you just got to kind of push those away, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Ten tackles, nine solo, a sack, and two tackles for loss. 19 and a half points. That's uh that's a very good day. He's up to 39
0: on the year. So yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty sick for the year. I mean, almost four, basically 40 13. points through 3 weeks. Yeah, that's 13 points a week. Yeah. Some of these guys are going to kind of calm down, don't get me wrong. They're not, we can't expect this every week, but man, there have been some major major performances these first 3 weeks and yeah. man you know, if you go over to DynastyProsFootball.com, you, you know, we're, we're adding up these points. You can go to our website, check out um, our IDP articles. You can check out our IDP, like rankings, trade values, all of that good stuff. But attached to a lot of those is, is our scoring system. And we've got um, an article up um, explaining our scoring system. You know, Tommy and I, uh, we've been playing IDP since 2010. So going on, you know, over 12 years he and i have uh, you and i Tommy man we we've we've tweaked up the scoring as much as we can sometimes we we were a little too aggressive on it and sometimes we weren't aggressive enough you know when you do these different kind of low scoring dude it's just idps really don't contribute much to your fantasy right. so what's the point in playing idp if they're not going to score for you exactly you know and 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 when you're watching your team play different, or you're watching your guy play defense. If you have Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, um, if you have Trayvon Diggs, or if you have a Derwin James or something. I mean, if you got those defensive linemen, what are we looking for? We're looking for sacks, we're looking for big plays, we're looking for tackles for loss, and we we reward you pretty handsomely for that. We don't go a little too overboard, but we do give you points on that, and the same thing with your DBs, you're looking for you know batting down passes, you know, defend you're looking for interceptions, those are big big plays. Awesome. And they reward you for that as well.
1: Here's the thing, what's more rare, a player getting a sack or a quarterback throwing a touchdown?
0: Sack all day, bro.
1: A sack is a sack is more rare. So shouldn't that be rewarded?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the defensive player's touchdown in a way. Yeah. They don't score touchdowns hardly at all. Rarely do you have that pick six or something. But that's kind of their TD, you know. yeah, They get that sack. That's like Stephon Diggs catching the touchdown. I mean, that's, their, that's what they're shooting for, and that's how we reward you. So we encourage you guys, if you're looking at some of these points and you're hearing us say these things, you're like, whoa, whoa, that's crazy amounts of points. Go check out the website. We encourage that. Go check out those articles. Look at our stuff and look at that. And you'll we'll explain in detail why we, you know, we score it that way. So, you know, check it out. And and feel free to check us out on like, you know, hit us up on Dynasty Pros Football or Dynasty Pros FF on Twitter and, you know, send us some messages. Let us know your thoughts on that, man. We're always open for discussion when it comes to IDP scoring. You know, there's no set set in stone scoring. So we love feedback on that. And we've helped out. Hundreds of leagues so far, um, with their IDP scoring, and a lot of those folks have hit us up and have messaged me and come to me at the expo telling me that they love that scoring, they love it. it, makes their league a lot more exciting. It makes IDPs actually worth a darn. Um, so we've appreciated that helping folks out. So, you know, if you have any questions, we're always uh open for discussion, man. Hit us up on our DMs, so. absolutely. And if you have a question about a uh, but a uh, college defensive player, holler, I mean, we- you know, we can talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're the guy when it comes to, to Debbie. You know your defensive players. So, All right, so we uh, we were talking about T.J. Edwards. Uh, Jamin Davis, nice little ball game for him. Six tackles, five of them solo. He had two sacks and a tackle for loss. 16.5 yep. fantasy points. He's got 30 on the year. That is 10 a week. Good stuff. Good yep. stuff. Somebody else has stuck out to you, man.
1: Um, There's Akeem Davis uh, Gaither for the uh- – mm-hmm. The bengals he had a uh, 13 tackles nine solo and a tackle for a loss uh he ended the day with 14 uh 14 points um and he raised his total to a to a stout 15.
0: 15. he got 14 to get him up one days and he's got 15 total so you know that's somebody who had a good good game we're not saying rush out and go grab this guy by any means and there's monitoring though monitor can- yeah keep an eye you can't grab him right now anyways because he's playing right speak. so yep. monitor uh, just- Yep, it's something to keep an eye out for, most mm-hmm. definitely. Nick Bolton stuck out to me, man, nine tackles, six of them solo. He had two sacks and a tackle for loss, 18.5 fantasy points. He's up to 38 on the season right now, man. That's yeah. solid, solid. Yeah. That is 12, 13 points a game, man. Good stuff.
1: Well, he's really leading that defense, too, especially with with Willie Gay out right now.
0: Uh uh-huh. huh. <laughs> kind of wanting to see what happens if Willie Gay comes back. I'm not sure what how that goes, but man, if if this guy is out there on a the waiver wire, you can grab him up, man. Use him, use him all you can. Um, who else stuck out to you, man?
1: Um, another linebacker, Alex Anzalone for the Lions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eleven tackles, nine solo with sack and a tackle for a loss, but he also had a pass defended. Um, yeah. so he racked up 18 points. He's up to 35 now in the year. And that boy
0: has one delicious head of lettuce up. up, yeah, he up here, does. Boy. yeah, he does. Me little, and you are jealous. jealous. Yeah, we jealous. are jealous. <clears throat> little jealous there. All right. So I've got a, we've got a question here. Let's see what we've got here. We've got Marco says he dropped David Long, and Xavier Woods for your boy. And Javon Holland, you think I made the right choice? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Holland should be owned anywhere, everywhere. It, it he is a he is a he is a future star in this league. Absolutely. Uh, so if, if that is a dynasty league, big time win for you. If it's a redraft, you still won that.
0: Yep, and he sent it. He says yes, dynasty league. <laughs> so yeah, you can't beat that man. Looks I mean, like you you drop two guys and got two studs. I mean, you know, Anzalone's going to be he's solid, but Javon Holland uh, looks like he's going to be. Whoa.
1: With Anzalone, Anzalone, he's had some injury problems. um, But when he's on the field, he's always really good. So if he can if he can stay healthy, then you have a solid linebacker there for
0: you. Go grab, uh, you know, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but you know, Malcolm Rodriguez. Go pick him up if he's available, especially if you got like a taxi squad. I love IDP leagues with with taxi squads. You know, three, four, five spots there. I've been picking up some of these guys and and popping them in right there. And Malcolm Rodriguez, is, you know, Rodrigo, our boy, uh, is a guy that um, that I grab there. Um, we got another question here, Thomas. We have. See, should I drop Kirksey for Zevin Collins because Kirksey has a bye week in week six? Uh, yeah, I'd rather have Zevin Collins, anyways. You think so? Yes. All right. Here's another question from the guy What's your thoughts on Jacob Phillips?
1: Linebacker. Um, is he still with Cleveland?
0: For sure he is. Um, I believe that he may be. Yes, I believe he is with the Cleveland Browns. Let's see here. Yeah, he's still there. Um, that's kind of a. It's not anybody that's really sticking out no, to me right now.
1: Not really. Um, I'll have to see it from him, you know, before I start kind of really looking his way. Um. I know he was. He had some expectations when he when he first came into the league. Um. Him and uh, and um, who's the other one there in, in Cleveland? Mac Wilson. Yeah. Um, they they could become a a, a pretty decent pair there. Um, they're still kind of young, so we'll, we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, n- nobody on my radar just yet. It really, really depends on how deep your league is. we are a super deep league. I mean, some of these stashes would be would be pretty good there. Um, so you know, we just fit, you know, we're talking about Anzalone just a second ago. Let's move on to some of our defensive backs that really kind of macked out and studded out this week. Who's somebody that sticks out to you?
1: Dude, one of my absolute favorites, and he's becoming more and more so as the weeks go by. Jalen Petrie. Yes. Yeah. Just- Absolutely. Just, he is a stud. Um, He's, I mean,
0: rookie safety,
1: just pretty amazing, actually.
0: Yeah, he was a guy that I was looking at in the preseason, um, and I'll be honest, man, I kind of got it from our boy Gary Davenport, you know, Gary really helped me out with that one and brought his name up and said, this guy's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, it took a couple of weeks, but I'm glad I picked him up and oh, picked him up for nothing too. And there is a strong possibility that he may be available. I don't know if he's going to be available now after the waivers probably processed Wednesday, possibly even this morning, Uh, However, if he is still available, go snatch this guy up immediately. He is going to be a stud, stud. There's been a lot of defensive backs that are really just playing incredible football right now. He's one of them. And, you know, and he's got a teammate, Jonathan, I believe Jonathan Owens Mm -hmm. over there as well. He is playing lights out football as well. He is a solid start at DB as well. So keep an eye on both of those guys. The feature is just a he, he's a just a stat sheet stuffer, man. I
1: mean, 8 tackles, 5 solo, a sack, two two more tackles for a loss, two defended or two passes defended and two interceptions. 27 and a half points this week.
0: Yeah, not too shabby. I mean, it was and I think I started him in, um, I want to say it was in the NBC uh, Sports Edge League that I play with Gary Davenport and some of the guys over at Fantasy and Frames and all that good stuff over there. So I actually got to take advantage of those points. Not many people could say that they had him in their starting lineup, but I, uh, I did, and I am just licking my chops and loving it there. Um, anyways, uh, Mike Edwards – really sticks out to me had a great great day uh for the bucks had 13 tackles nine solo and a tackle for loss he scored 14 fantasy points um go. good for 33 points on the year so you know it's 11 points a game you yep. get that out of a db um that'll be great you know i mean you can't go wrong with that well,
1: well here's one for you one we're actually just talking about javon holland mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. 10 tackles, nine solo, one and a half sacks and two passes defended. 19 and a half points on on the day. Um, he's up to 31. And that guy is a I think he was named as a captain for, for Miami, if I'm not mistaken, in in, in the offseason. As a as a second year player. So he's obviously one of the leaders on that defense.
0: And uh he
1: just continues to show it.
0: Yeah, Javon Holland's going to be a star. I picked him up, and you remember last year in a couple of in some of our IDP leagues, I picked him up. You know, at the end of the draft, uh, grabbing him like you know the fourth round in a couple of them. You know, Mm -hmm. stuck him on a taxi squad, and you know, starting to reap the benefits now. Um, He looks like he is. He looks kind of like Mika Fitzpatrick to me. You know, I can see him being that type of player. Um, A great, great, great uh, player. Uh, let's see, our boy that we were talking to earlier about, let's see, Anzalone. He comments. He said Rodriguez is available in my league. Got Logan Wilson. Uh, Barton Anzalone, but no taxi squad. So I'm not sure if I can add him. Not a very big bench. Then you don't need to add him. You know, you you don't if you don't have a bench or a taxi squad, just keep an eye out. If if Anzalone goes down, then definitely go grab. Rodrigo, he will uh, he will feast at that point. All right, let's see here. Moving on, who's somebody else that stuck out to us? So You talk about Petrie, you talk about Mike Edwards. What about Donovan Wilson? We talked about him yet? Uh, no, he he had a, he had a really good game. Uh as matter he fact, for again.
1: He's had a pretty solid season. Um, he, you know, eleven tackles, nine solo, a sack, a tackle for a loss, and a pass defended. Good for eighteen points on the day. He's up to
0: 38 and a half for the year. Let me ask you this. How long can he sustain this?
1: Uh, not very long, because once Jaron Curse comes back,
0: Jaron Curse will will get absolutely. He's going to start to eat a little bit. So, yep. So Donovan Wilson is a good good start when he plays, but if Jaron's coming back, if he's back in the lineup, Wilson is a no go. Don't right. don't start him. Don't don't let these points fool you. He's just filling in for Curse right now. Yep. But you see these numbers. These are J. Ron Curse numbers. So, so if you, if someone's cut J Ron curse, because he's been out the last couple of weeks, great pickup right now, a great player to go and grab. So, all right. So that was some of our studs, some of our studs um, and shout out to Marco. You said, thank you for the advice, brother. We appreciate you watching the show. We really, really do. Thanks a lot, sir. We, we appreciate that. All right, so moving on to, you know, unfortunately, we've talked about our studs. Let's move on to some of these duds. And duds, duds are
1: guys that, that we're expecting a lot from.
0: Yeah. You know, guys that you you that are kind of no-brainer starts most of the time that just kind of let us down, you know. So where do I start? I'll let you start with it. I'm not even going to call this guy out because he's like possibly the love of your life. So,
1: uh my boy Michael Parsons. Love him. Love him to death. He is my favorite defensive player in the league. Uh probably I'm probably biased because he's a Cowboy, but <laughs> it it it, it kind of hurt my soul the other day. One tackle, one solo, it was for a loss. So he was able to get you four points, but you're just used to so so much more from him.
0: Yeah, and he was back there disrupting. I mean, listen, it, you know, he was making noise no matter what. That doesn't show on the stat sheet. Um so he is a no-brainer start every week. It's just Absolutely. he's not going to hit a home run every at bat. So Yeah. I mean, whenever whenever he's getting two sacks a week, that's going to slow down a little bit, you would think. Yeah. And you know, we mentioned Joey Bosa earlier. He had one point, he had a tackle, but he left the game. He was yeah,
1: left left the game groin injury. Um he'll be out for for quite a while. He went on the IR. Yeah. They're expecting him back later on the season, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Someone we've really, really been talking about, or I've been talking about quite a bit, even in our IDP articles, my waiver wire, I've been suggesting going and picking up, but picking up Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. Even going back to last season, he is a he is a potential stud defensive end in this league. I mean, not like a top tier defensive end. But he is going to be a solid, solid start, but not this past week. He did absolutely nothing. He had zero tackles, zero points, big, fat goose egg. So
1: linemen can, can, can kind of be that way sometimes just because a lot of the times you're relying on a sack or, yeah. you know, There's a and, and when they don't get any of that, it's just, you know, just kind of bare bones.
0: Yeah, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, week one, we're talking about, you know, talking about like, hey, don't freak out. He only had like half of a point, and everybody was waiting for him to blow up. Trayvon Walker was the one that blew up. Aiden Hutchinson has a like a 22, 23-point fantasy game in week two. And then, however, just like we were talking about Brian Burns, Aiden Hutchinson had zero tackles. He had He put up a big goose egg this past week as well. It happens to the best players. Chandler Jones had like, half of a tackle he had half of a friggin fantasy point he's at eight points for the entire season dude he is a huge letdown
1: are you done with him at this point
0: I really really am I I think I am I cannot have I mean I don't care to have him um on my bench but I'm not wasting a whole lot of time with him he is a guy that's gonna do he's gonna have a three sack game and then he's going to just crap the bed for a month because you're chasing those points Right. He did it last year. Um, you just don't know when to play him. He hasn't really done it this year so far. Um, he hasn't really done much, but I'm ready to just cut bait with him. I'm ready to cut him. If I can go trade him to someone, if I own him, I'm trying to trade him to someone for like a second or third round pick. I don't, I'm just really trying to get anything I can instead of just cutting him loose. But if I don't get anything, he's gone anyways. I'm letting him go. I'm done with the guy. You know, it happens to the best guys. You know, Von Miller didn't have a great game. He had a pass defended. He batted down one ball. He scored one fantasy point. Yeah. But I'm not cutting bait on this guy. That defense is just incredible and he's part of it he is definitely you got to hold on to this guy you know he's got 27 fantasy points on the season still even after that one point performance on sunday so right um someone else that stood out to you here's an go ahead with our boy from houston um i think i'm getting i'm i'm growing very very frustrated with him because he was solid last year hasn't done a you know he's been okay this year but i was expecting a little bit more out
1: Grugier Hill. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Uh, he had, he had a pretty, he had a really good week one. Uh, but his, 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 um, his snaps have really gone down the last couple of weeks. Like it, it seems like as if Houston's kind of getting, getting a little tired of him too, but, um, three tackles, two solo, two and a half points this week, not, not up to par with what you would want from, from your middle linebacker. Um, no, no. And, uh, no, like like I said, week one, he was really good. Uh then, then the snaps kind of went down a little bit. And then
0: they were really down this past week, too. Uh that's- Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but Houston's got some really got some guys on defense. We were talking about Jonathan Owens. We we're talking about Petrie, the Petrie a little while ago, and and you know, even old man Jerry Hughes um is having a hell of a year so far. And they've got some linebackers, they've got some major, major you know, rock stars on, uh, in IDP leagues right now. So far, so good. Um, You know, Gruger Hill was someone I was really depending on. Um, I'm worried about him as an owner. I really am worried about him as a, as an owner of his right now. He's probably going on the bench. I can't put him in any starting lineup right now. There are just too many great options there at linebacker. We've spoken about a bunch of them. Well, there's a bunch on the waiver
1: wire that that you're able to go kind of plug and play, especially with a guy like, you know, if if cruiser hill is, is your is your starting linebacker there's there's better options on the
0: waiver wire at this point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and 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 just like i said you know we had so many guys that just didn't have great performances this past week and guys we really wanted those performances from too. sam hubbard we really expected you know we you always hope for a lot out of him he had uh basically a tackle and a half he had a one and a half points like we said Aiden Hutchinson goose egg Brian Burns goose egg Von Miller one point Chandler Jones not even but nothing but a half of a point Miles Garrett had one fantasy point so yeah and um, you know side side note with Miles Garrett really hoping he uh that uh that, that, that he can recover and come back strong i think he's going to be just fine the guys a monster. Mile- monster he flips his freaking car and he walks away with a couple just of, walk, yeah just walks away with a sprained shoulder or strained bicep i mean in a in a scratch i mean they call it a laceration we come up <sighs> probably a scratch
1: yeah so. it's like it's like that uh that scene with thanos in uh in um infinity war all that for a all that
0: for a drop of blood right yeah exactly like oh, oh he is human yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, that's some of our um, you know, we kind of went through our studs and some of our duds there. Let's not worry about any of these guys. Gruzer Hill's one I'm worried about. Chandler Jones, I'm done with this guy. But um, Sam Hubbard, Aiden Hutchinson, Von Miller, Miles Garrett, Brian Burns. I'm still holding on to those guys. Don't freak oh, out about yeah, them yeah. just yet. Yeah. Um, but Chandler Jones, if you've got him, get rid of him for something. If not, just drop him and pick up somebody else a little bit more consistent there. Mm-hmm. All right, so before we end the show, we're going to talk about some of our, you know, some of our buys, some of our maybe add them. You know, we kind of been talking about if they're on your waiver wire, um, guys were buying or guys were trying to add. Um, so let's kind of move on to some of those guys. Um, we did mention Demarcus Lawrence earlier. There is a good chance he was on the waiver wire this week. Um, probably got scooped up in the last couple of days. Um, if not. Kind of a no-brainer. Dallas has Washington this week, and they just gave up, I believe, nine nine sacks to the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz scared. Oh, yeah. I I think that defensive line for Dallas is absolutely going to feast. I think you start them. Anybody that you have – Listen, Micah Parsons is going to ball out. Demarcus Lawrence is going to ball out. Your boy, uh, what's it, Dorrance Armstrong? Armstrong, uh, yeah. yeah, he's going to have probably a sack. All of these guys are going to be solid, solid starts. So any any edge pass rusher for the Dallas Cowboys you have, pop them in your lineup. If Demarcus Lawrence is available, go scoop him up. He may end up with a couple of more sacks on Sunday. So. Tommy Dietrich Wise, we talked about him earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm not chasing those points. Um, If I have him, I'm trading him. If I picked him up off the waiver wire, I'm not starting him. I'm not doing any of that. I'm probably, if I picked him off the waiver wire, I'd probably try and trade him, let somebody else get all hot and heavy and hot and bothered over the points that he racked up against the Ravens on Sunday. Take advantage of that and sell the guy. That's that. You're able to sell it also is it's not
1: just a one-week thing because the week before that, he also had a sack. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he's kind of put up put up pretty decent points all season. Um, so, it, if you're not a believer in him, then then sell him. You know, maybe, maybe somebody else is.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't sell him much higher than he is right now, you know. Sure. You know, week two, he only had three fantasy points. Week one against the Dolphins, he had, I think, the sack. He had yeah. eight and a yeah. half points yeah. in that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really really hard. I'm I'm just I think you could sell him for more than what he's really worth right now. Well, um, he's you know he he's what 28,
1: 29 years old. So you know it, it's not like he's new to the league. Yeah. So m- most most of the time guys don't just you know turn out to be good when they're 28, 29 years old. You know no. kind of you know what we were talking about the other night with with Mac Collins. You know you don't you don't just all of a sudden get good at you know 28,
0: 29. Yeah, oh, I'm peaking. Yeah. yeah, like a late bloomer. Who was that baseball player that was like that super late bloomer? Who was the guy? He played for the Phillies. Big hairy dude. What was his name? Jason Worth. Jason Worth. That guy like – Looked just, like Edge. Yeah, yeah, just bounced around. And I think he finally started actually playing good baseball when he was like 27, 28 years old or something. You know, he was a very much a late bloomer, you know, so, yeah. yeah. You know, that's kind of the same way. Yeah. Aaron judge is just a monster. I mean, he's, he's the miles Garrett of baseball or something, you know, that is a grown man right there. He very much is. And, and that guy was the guy that dropped the frigging ball the other day. Was it Frankie lasagna or some crap? (laughs) Um, that was his name, Frankie lasagna. He lives like in somewhere like in Quebec or something, Toronto, some crap up in, in, in Canada. And he owns an Italian restaurant. Get this. His name's Frankie lasagna. And from what I read, his Italian restaurant doesn't serve lasagna. Bro, hit him right in the glove, drops the yeah, ball. It was a yeah. $2 million payday. Uh, you get those seats. You bring your glove to make that type of play clunk out of glove. And then doesn't, and then he gets all this f- little bit of fame and doesn't even plug his restaurant. Yeah, he doesn't even plug the restaurant. Hey, come see Frankie. Yeah, I got lasagna over here. You know, whatever. But, you know. Wait, this guy just dropped the ball on so many different levels, man. Whatever. Anyways, moving on. Alex Highsmith. There's no way he's on the waiver wire. No way. There's
1: absolutely no way he should
0: be. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Him,
1: him and Gregory, Gregory Rousseau are yes. my two stud edge guys right now that you know should be owned by in every league. Every yes. single league, those guys should be owned.
0: Especially, I mean, depending on some guys, may have shallow benches, don't have a taxi squad. Um, I don't think it really makes a difference. Doesn't
1: matter because you, you, my opinion, you should always have, even in a shallow IDP league, you should always be rostering two of each position. Mm-hmm. Those guys are rosterable at even if, even if you're only doing two, two at each position.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And it's going to be kind of hard. You know, we're talking about adding these guys. I I, I don't see very many scenarios where they're available. However, I would like to trade for them. But wait, like you're probably buying them at a high end price right now. Let's see if, if Alex Highsmith maybe has a five, six point fantasy day. Uh, this coming week, if that's the case, try and swoop in there and grab him. Same thing with Rousseau. These guys are going to be studs moving forward. And think about what Alex Highsmith, the points he's putting up, and he's getting the double teams. Imagine when TJ Watt gets back and you got Highsmith, both these guys yep. coming off the edge.
1: Well, it's it, it's very likely you already missed the boat with these guys. But on the off chance that they are available, then by all means – get them grab them use use a, a substantial amount of fab money to to grab them it, if for some just one in a million chance that they're
0: on your waiver wire <laughs> yeah if they're on the waiver wire man that's a no-brainer no-brainer there um before let's see here marco just sent us another message here he goes i guess karloftus is worth keeping in dynasty it really really depends big guy i i don't know if you 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 messaged us earlier about not having a a taxi squad so that's going to be a real hard keep for me and it depends i don't know what kind of platform you're using i don't know if you're using um my fantasy league or if you're using sleeper uh sleeper has dual eligibility if that's the case i'm dropping the guy I really am. Well, there's, there's so many other options you could be using at on the defensive line there that I don't know. There is, but the guy has pedigree. Um, you know, going into the draft, or
1: last, last season, prior to, prior to entering the draft, he was considered a high first-round type of talent and then wasn't drafted that way. Um, so he, he he does have pedigree. It, it, it's just going to kind
0: of what's going to determine that is if he puts it together. It's to me, it's just, you know, I'm thinking about like, if I have, I'm trying to think of a running back, like a running back stash or something like, like Isaiah Pacheco. You know, he was a hot name in the preseason. People picked him up, spent probably quite a bit of money on him in auctions or in sure. the, spent a pretty decent draft pick on him. He's really not doing much. He's probably an interesting keep in dynasty leagues, but depending – I can't just sit on this guy forever when I can pick up more productive players.
1: Sure. But if you have a guy like you know like Kenny Galladay on your on your bench, then you know, drop
0: Kenny Galladay and go pick him up. True, absolutely. I mean, you can. There's definitely uh, some guys on your team, you know, that are kind of stinking it up. You can drop and and you know, he said he just commented he's got 13 bench spots and he has. I have to have three IDPs on it. I don't know if that is if you can't have more than three idps or if that's just a minimum of three of them have to be idps um but i don't know I, if you have to have three carloftis is not going to be on my on my bench there's just i i, I would be, i'd be more inclined to say keep them if you if you had a taxi squad marco tell marco <laughs> let us know what what platform you're using if it's my fantasy league or if it's um If it's, um, sleeper or if it's something else. So, um, because that, that makes a big, big difference. You know, he's going to be more valuable on my fantasy league because he's just defensive end eligible there and defensive ends on my fantasy league are, are worth a lot more, um, because there's so few of them sleeper. Like you and I've had this discussion. There's a ton of dual eligible players, So, yeah, you know, there's a ton of edge rushers on there. There's a million of them, not as many linebackers. So if that's the case and it's on sleeper where there's so many dual eligible players, man, I'm not fooling with him. And he says that it is Yahoo. Oh, no, this is somebody else. Yahoo need a linebacker. One with upside. Well we kind of we kinda mentioned him earlier. Malcolm
1: Rodriguez for the uh, for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got he's got a lot of upside. Um they really, really like him. Um another one, Pete Werner for the for the Saints. Yeah. Um actually really massive upside because he had a huge game the other uh, was it last week, the week before. Um Frankie Louvu with the uh with the Panthers is another one. Yes.
0: Now, right, there's three names just off the top of my head. Absolutely. I mean, some of these guys really, really played well. Like I said, Luvu, Luvu didn't do a whole, whole lot this past game. It's still solid, um, but um, a solid, solid linebacker moving forward. You said Pete Warner. You said Malcolm yeah. Rodriguez. Uh, we've mentioned a lot of guys as far as, you know, gosh, tranquil. Um, Josie Jewell. Josie Jewell finally played this past week, and I believe he had, I want to say, 20 fantasy points. If I'm not mistaken, had a great, great game. I might have to look and see exactly what what kind of stats he put up. I can't remember off the top of my head, man. We go through so many numbers, so many players writing articles and updating <laughs> rankings and everything. It's hard to keep them all up here. Um, but Josie Jewell was a hot, hot name to have this week because he he balled out on Sunday. So I certainly say if he's on your waiver wire, go grab him, Peter. You know, that'd be a good, good guy to get. So. And um, thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. We appreciate you. we appreciate you watching, man. Thank you so much. Anyways, um, let's see, somebody else we kind of, you know, Alex Highsmith, Gregory Rousseau, Melvin Ingram. I mean, two weeks in a row, you know, two out of three weeks, he's balled out. Um, unfortunately, we I don't think we can really grab him right now. Because grab he's playing, right
1: now. playing, but yeah, um, I'd be very, very interested to see what he does tonight. Uh, if mm-hmm. he doesn't if he doesn't do much of anything tonight against a really bad Bengals offensive the line. Then yeah. I mean that, you know, may may tell you what you need to know about him. But um if he eats, you know, then you know keep keep monitoring him, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um who else who's somebody that stood out to you? That was some of our edge rushers, our defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. What's some linebackers? I mean, we talked about Luvu, we talked about Pete Warner, Malcolm Rodriguez, Anzalone, TJ Edwards, Nick Bolton, all of these guys, and some of uh, quite a few of these guys will be available on your waiver wire.
1: Yeah, um, I'm actually kind of high on a on, on the uh, Falcons uh, linebacker Mikhail Walker. You are. Um, I I think he, uh, he he's a, I think he's kind of that that next Fugusadio um kind of, kind of in that, in that same position. So um, Aluakon had, you know, led the league in, in tackles last year. I think, I think Walker has that, has that type of potential.
0: You know, I agreed, agreed. Now I'm going to back up a little bit um, on the edge rusher defensive line. Cause over at dynastyprosfootball.com, I put out my weekly waiver wire article when it comes to IDPs and someone I f- totally forgot to mention was Josh Sweat, you know, defensive end for the Eagles. Had a solid game. He had three tackles, had one and a half sacks, um, and a tackle for loss. He had an eleven point game, and he's really starting to turn it on. Uh, a lot of those guys on that Eagles defensive line—they've got guys coming all over, you know, from all over the place. And um, Sweat could be a, a nice little pickup. Well, big to big, monitor.
1: Well, the big thing with with Sweat is he's healthy for one. Mm-hmm. He's never really been, even even going back to, to his days at at Florida state just was never, just never healthy. He was a five-star process. He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. Um, and then he's, he's just been playing behind guys. Uh, uh, another, another, um, big thing with, with sweat is that, um, Derek Walker or Derek Barnett is out for the season. So he's not playing behind him anymore. So he's getting, he's getting the playing time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, another guy stuck up, old man, Jerry Hughes. I mean, he's got four sacks through the first three weeks. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he can keep it up, but man, I'm going to ride that train as long as it will carry me, man. I'll, I'll pick him up and, and plug him in. I mean, especially with people, you know, defensive end is not very, very deep in certain formats and certain leagues. So if he's available, I'm grabbing him up. So here's another name to keep in mind. The Baltimore Ravens, Justin Matabuke. Okay, Um, he has been solid so far this year. And I think Michael Pierce just went out for the Ravens and may miss some time. And the Ravens are going to have Calais Campbell, Matt and they're going to bring back another guy really, really love. Can't pick him up. Not going to do it. Have to see him play a little bit. But Travis Jones out of UConn
1: is is Mattabuke playing in the, any
0: outside at all or is he just strictly inside right now he is well no he's playing outside he's playing the, you had Calais Campbell Mattabuke over here and you had Michael Pierce plugging a hole in the middle
1: yeah i mean if he was if he was strictly playing d tackle or nose tackle then no you you know you probably can't use him but if he's playing the edge you know the edge he probably has, has some pass rush
0: he's um, getting you know he's getting penetration um, and and coming up with some tackles for loss sacks everything he's never going to be like a super stud but man he's a sneaky like solid guy to have on your defensive line and like i said you and i play in some idp leagues where defensive linemen are worth gold you know because there's so few of them right i would Um, I, i i would still rather have like an ed oliver um if it Oliver's available. You know, but some of these guys won't be available. And, you know, right. when you lose guys on defensive line, like in my fantasy league.com um, where, you know, Joey Bosa was a defensive end and now he's a linebacker. Hassan Reddick is mm-hmm. technically a linebacker. Um, you lost some of these guys that were studs on your line. So it just makes you really, really desperate to find even more. You know, you got to replace those guys. And so um Bouquet is a guy that kind of sticks out yep. to me. Um, here's here's yeah. another name on the, on the defensive line. Um, old man J.J. Watt. Starting to play. Yeah, he's back now. Who knows how long he holds up. Right. But, you know, he's playing solid football. Grady Jarrett of the Atlanta Falcons is playing solid ball. So these are some guys to really keep in mind. Guys I talked about in the article last week. I talked about Brian Burns, Christian Wilkins, Quiddy Pay. Rashad Weaver of the of the Titans, Jonathan Greenard of Houston, and we talked about Gregory Rousseau. That was one of the guys that said to go snatch up there as well. So um we, we were talking about linebacker here, and we mentioned a lot of these guys. You were talking about Mike Mikel Walker of it. Now he's with Atlanta. Yes. A guy that I am I suggest you go and grab right now, and I mentioned it over at the IDP article, the WaferWire article, go grab Deion Jones. When he comes back, yeah. Deion Jones is a tackle machine when he's in the game. When he's playing, he's a stud. He's a stud every week. He's due, I think, to come back maybe this week. If not, it's next week. Atlanta tried to trade him. They reworked his contract in the offseason. He's a lot more tradable now, but I think maybe they play him for a couple of weeks, show teams that he's okay. He had, I believe, a shoulder issue um, that – I believe that's what it was, that he just – they just was playing it safe, but he's eligible to come back. He's going to play well, and he could get traded. But if he gets traded, he's probably going to go to a contending team. I could see someone like the Baltimore Ravens going after him or something like that. They did bring in Blake Martinez for a tryout for a visit, so they are looking for someone to kind of help Patrick Queen in the middle there. Um, regardless of where Deion Jones ends up, I think he's going to be he is going to be an IDP asset at some point, you know, it might take him a week to really get acclimated if he's on another team, but he is absolutely, he is there's no reason why he should be on a waiver wire anywhere when he's playing, but it's like people may not realize and totally forgot about him. So he may be sitting on waiver wires all over the place. I was playing in a league. I play in this work league. um, And I was having an issue. Like I needed a quarterback. I lost Trey Lance picked up jared goff of all things and i see you know the waiver wires go through this morning and i see somebody somebody picked up uh Dak prescott and i was like what the world he was on the waiver wire holy moly like i had no idea man i would have loved to have picked him up i can't believe that um so just create. i Think I'm watching football right now. I think Tua just went down.
1: Yeah, it was kind of ugly looking too. Got, yeah, he got, it like he got
0: slung to the ground. So uh, he got sacked and it came up, and his his hand looked all weird. Really? Yeah. I was uh, looking here. I wasn't looking at that. So that's not good. It might be uh, Teddy Bridgewater time there. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Deion Jones is a guy to go and grab um, stud when he's on the field, man. Without a doubt. Um, Dan Tranquil brought him up for the, with the LA chargers. Um, true. Yeah. True Tranquil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, Zaire Franklin, Indianapolis Colts. Sure. Not a bad little pickup there too. So keep these guys in mind. Um, who's the other linebacker there? Is it
1: a uh, EJ speed?
0: Yeah. And then they had that other dude. I cannot remember his name. Save my life. Um, but some of these, we might have to t- kind of take a s- step back because once Shaq, uh, sh- you know, Shaq gets back, Shaq um, Leonard, yeah. Shaq Leonard gets back. We'll see what happens there. So, well, before we wrap up the show, let's move on to DB. Let's talk about some of the guys that could be available on your waiver wire. Some guys that maybe you're, it's worth grabbing and Jalen Petrie, we we're talking about him. Hopefully you mm-hmm. grabbed him up. He might, have. he was probably still on a lot of waiver wires this week and May have gotten snatched up, so if you grabbed him, congratulations. Um, don't cut him loose if he has a bad game or something. Don't start freaking out if somebody else, you know, start. Someone else has a good game. Don't go drop him to go pick up guy. You know, Petri's going to be a stud. He's going to be a quite boss, possibly a superstar at that at that position there. Um, Telenoa Hofenga, yeah. our boy. I mean, right now he's the number two scoring defensive back in football. Um, as far as fantasy points right behind Marcus Williams. Um, so definitely a guy to go and look at and, and Jalen Petrie is number four. I mean, that's number two and number four right there. So guys to really go after uh, some dude, I w- I snatched up on some waiver wires quite a bit this week, uh, was Mike Edwards, um, had 14 point game. He's up to 33 on the season. Like we mentioned earlier, uh certainly a guy we went picked up. Tommy, who's somebody else that sticks out to you? How about your boy, I believe there was it. Is it in Dallas? Roger? Roger McCreary?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's you know he had, he had a pretty solid game the other day, 10 and a half points. Um I mean he has I'll, done well. I mean I'm going to look up his stats real quick. Yeah, I mean is, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be running out to grab him, but you don't think so? Nah. I mean the, the there's still other guys. I mean, Julian Love. I'm 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 real high on him, the safety for the Giants. Um, been kind of uh, banging the drum on him the last couple of weeks. Uh, Javon Holland. Um, Javon Holland should not be available. Absolutely should not be available. But we we had a question earlier saying should he you know should he pick up Holland and because Holland was available, a- absolutely pick up Holland. Without um, a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Eddie Jackson's another one, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, if he's there, he he has a track record of, of kind of being a uh, kind of a turnover magnet. Yes. So um, he, he's another guy that I would, I would, I would, he, you with. know,
0: he, you know, Eddie Jackson is one of the guys, I, one of the top guys I mentioned in, in the waiver wire article this week of picking up, he's averaging 12 fantasy points a game so far this season. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you can't ask for more than that from a DB. I don't so heck of a, heck of a guy to go and, uh, go and grab there. I'm d- yeah, but, there's, you know, these, there's your
1: uh, Marcus Williams. If, if, if he's available, I mean, he's the number one, uh, defensive back in the, in, 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 in all of think.
0: fantasy football. Yeah. Um, but you know, talking about that Roger McQuarrie, I mean, just to bring it up, man, he had a 10 point fantasy game the other yeah. day yeah. And, and the week before he had 11 points. Yeah. Um, so you know, he's kind of, you know, someone to really keep an eye on. I'm not monitor. Kidding. monitor. I, I mean, there, there's other guys yeah.
1: that, that I'd, I, I'd probably much rather have. But oh I'm, yeah. There's a
0: lot of defensive backs balling out right now, but yeah. uh, he's certainly someone to keep an eye on. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Legeria Sneed, Kansas city is having a hell of a season so far. Fantasy wise, uh, Marlon Humphrey uh, is playing great football and he's scoring. He's getting tackles, passes, defended interceptions. He's a turnover machine. He loves, you know, he causes a lot of fumbles. Um, he is one of the top fantasy like corners, you know, in fantasy and Cameron curl, Cameron curl was a guy that people were high on, um, in the preseason and quite possibly available, um, could have been forgotten. Um, certainly worth a pickup there just in case, uh, looking over here. Yeah, it looks like uh Tua got maybe knocked out like, uh, he got starched up a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just got head slammed on the ground. It looked like. Yeah, not. That's good. why his hand
1: looked all weird because he was just like kind of.
0: Yeah, he got um, he yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt bad. Golly, I hate seeing it. Son of a gun, man. God, that is awful. I hope he's okay. Jeez, Louise anyways let's see here um uh, let's see here hey, here here's a question from our boy Marco real quick before we uh, we tune out he said could pick up Graham Gregory or sweat instead of Carl Loftus he's already got Nick Bosa burns and quitty pay
1: I think you're good at, at, at defensive line then um
0: yeah maybe maybe it's maybe Josh sweat um Gregory's playing good football too just he's just what 29 years old I mean, yeah he's like um yeah, it's kind of a
1: little, a little bit on on the older side um uh, mm-hmm. uh but it looks like you're pretty solid there at at, at defensive line um i i may would, would kind of look to see what your what your uh defensive back and linebacker situation is um because by picking up another defensive end where you, you're just gonna stash him on your bench you, yeah you got three guys there who, who you would play in front of them anyways absolutely uh, so I, I may would kind of look to solidify uh, another position.
0: Yeah. I would tend to agree there. I think there's some linebackers there. You can snatch up, especially with, um, you know, Karloft is such, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't want to burn a bench spot. Just especially I, he said he had kind of shallow I, benches. He, out of that group though. I would say, I would say sweat. Yeah. All right, so I think that is it for today. I think we've we've gone on for a little over an hour. I hope we've had a great show. I feel like we have. I'm hoping that we educated a lot of folks out there in ID in the world of IDPs. Uh, be sure to hit us up with any questions or anything on on Twitter and all that good stuff. We appreciate that. So, um, anything else from you, Tommy?
1: Man, just uh, enjoy the weekend, guys. Uh, football is 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 alive and it's kicking and that's what we waited months and months and months for. And it's finally here and we're about a quarter of the season through now. So which is crazy to think about because we, you know, a month ago we were like, you know, just waiting, you know, waiting as patiently as we possibly could for, for, for game one. And now we're on game four. So, yeah.
0: Yep. So yeah, we're, uh, we're about a quarter of the season. You all enjoy it. We hope all your IDP uh, uh, teams do very, very well this week. So, like I said, make sure you go check us out at DynastyProsFootball.com. Check out our friends over at IDPGuys.org as well. It's hard to beat, you know, either one of those websites when it comes to IDP stuff. Anything you want to know IDPs, it's all there both places. So, But for myself, for Tommy over here, we appreciate you all watching the show. Tune in next week, IDP, the Fan Dynasty Pros IDP show. We'll be back. So, you all uh, keep an eye out for that. But until then, we appreciate you watching the show. You all take care.